I want to welcome everybody to WYOT in our studios here at EBA. And we're still awaiting the arrival of one of our panelists. There are some connectivity problems, but um, we're going to continue. In fact, she just checked in a little, Oreo. Good morning to you. Good morning. And I just want to mention, sort of like a forewarning, that um, because of the demand on the uh, internet, we may have some uh, connectivity problems that will occur here. So, however, on your end, you can strengthen your signal. I'm talking to everybody attending the webinar as well as my, my panelists do so because it'll it'll um, certainly en enlighten the experience. So speaking of enlightening, these um, webinar series that Eva's been uh, presenting are intended to do just that, enlighten, to educate, but more importantly, to foster business. And that's why we're all here today. We've had a series of great webinar uh, webinars that have occurred thus far. This is my third. The first, uh, as a moderator, my first was uh, challenging markets. Uh, uh, demands and then charter issues and answers and then today charter destinations and so um, the uh, poll the recent poll that we took during our, late, our last webinar was what are the greatest barriers that you see that might be overcome in order to be able to stimulate the charter market and those does uh, consisted of a rebuild um, in the economy uh, uh, the COVID-19 testing procedures of vaccine and then the reopening of the ports and of course Reopening of the port slot ties into what we're here to discuss today. And so um, with that, I will introduce our panelists. And um, in the uh, Hollywood Squares format that we have right now on this web webinar, we have Joe uh, Dargavage, who is the managing partner at Ramora Bay Resort. He's also vice president of the Association of the Bahamas Marinas. Um, and uh, also on one of his, uh, Peter Mori, of course, is also considered in there and it's even there. And he's sitting there at Ramora Bay at Harbor Island. I assume he's anyway. And then we have Oriel, who is the executive director of the USVI uh, VIPCA, uh, which promotes growth and business uh, in the Virgin Islands, USVI and the BBI. And then we have Nicholas Valenkin overlooking the port of Nice. I assume you are Nicholas, and the weather looks good there. Um, who is the director of charter and sales for Neo Yachting and Equinox, and also uh, significantly is a member of our EBA. Euro committee. And then you, I'm speaking to you as the attendees, that you are like a panelist as well, and we'll be relying on you for good questions and comments to come in regarding uh, of course, uh, the destinations we may not cover, such as East Coast United States, uh, the Windwards and Leewards, and also uh, Greece, for example, as somebody just pointed out to us, we, have, we can only have so many on a panel to be able to cover so many destinations. And these are the more significant destinations, as I see. So if we think of the uh, charter elements as a um, customer's dream, the yacht, the crew, the experience, and the destination, which can be anything from an isolated island all the way to the nightlife of the Côte d'Azur and the Monaco and all those good things. So destinations are all important as well. And so with that, I'd like to begin to uh, speak to the panel in terms of their regional importance and their regional distinctions and what you are feeling right now and that is what is the pulse i'm not asking you to give us any official government position but what is the theme or the feeling right now within your region and your destination and uh as i said earlier the pulse i'm gonna i'm gonna start with uh you oriel if you could what's going on down there in the usbi and, and the bbi Oh, good morning, everybody. Um, we are uh, in a perpetual state of island fever, and uh, the governor's executive order was meant to come through last night with an update. Uh, it still is not yet received, but what we're going on is the most recent uh, press conference, which was held two days ago, with very exciting updates uh, for Marine Charter. He actually voiced that we might be open for uh, Marine Charter operations the 16th of May. Oh yeah, was that the 16th of May? It, 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 you had a little streaming issue just there. Was that, is that 16th of May you said? Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Nicholas, what's uh, happening in uh, the Mediterranean? What's the feeling? Nicholas, what's the feeling? Uh, okay, we lost oh, Nicholas. I dropped off, but I'm going to go to Joe with that same question. Joe, can you give us sort of an update on the uh, pulse of the Bahamas? 
Uh, absolutely. First of all, thank you very much to the IYBA and the other the other panelists for uh, for having us. I'm here at Remora Bay Resort Marina uh, in Harbor Island, and uh, as Bob said, I also represent the Association of Bahamas Marinas or the ABM. And so, on behalf of myself and Peter Mori, our president, uh, we want to thank everybody for uh, for all their phone calls and inquiries about the Bahamas. Uh, we have not forgotten you. We have not forgotten about the charter industry. It's very, very important to the Bahamas and cruising in general uh, from from both Europe and from the from the United States is very, very important to our tourism market. As it stands now, our borders continue to be closed. Uh, they have been closed uh, for over a month now uh, on direction of our prime minister. Uh, our prime minister, we are blessed uh, to have him also being a medical doctor. So they are taking uh, the virus very seriously from a medical standpoint. Uh, we are now in the process of trying to uh, encourage the government to, to, to look at boating, yachting, and the charter industry, obviously separate than, let's say, casino and cruise ship. Uh, as of right now, there is not a date for the borders reopening, uh, but it, we are we are pushing for that date to be sometime in early June. Thank you, uh, Joan. I'm going to I'm going to shift back to Nicholas, who's back on with us right now. Nicholas, the question was, what is the uh, general tendency? What are the feelings right now that are happening in your uh, region, that being the Mediterranean? Yes. Um, hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, Bob. Um, yeah, it's uh, uh, your, your Europe is not just let's say one one year uh, to be able to let's say give a, a general feeling. I'm talking to lots of different in general, and let's say before all this uh, webinar, uh, you realize that depending on the person is uh, rather an optimistic or pessimistic, you get different answers uh, because of the com complexity of the situation. Now, uh, having said that, I mean, let's say some good news is as of today, we have no uh, European country uh, or government that has uh, said that, uh, you know, nothing would happen uh, this summer in terms of tourism or your charter. Uh, we unfortunately did not firm what's going to happen or when it's, it would be absolutely a no-go. Um, also, when you uh, discuss with uh, lots of luxury travel agencies, of course, that are not into our business, but yet are on the merge of our business, we have a broader picture, the villa renting, uh, small boutique hotels as maybe uh, really the, uh, the most, uh, I would say, uh, appealing uh, type agent, you know, for, for the summer. So let's say there are positives. Uh, lockdowns are starting to look in May in most countries, and uh, uh, May and June uh, will be difficult to, uh, uh, or almost impossible to have a charter business going on. The countries uh, is a possible. Thanks, Nicholas. Um, and um, I would only ask that you're you are. You're streaming a little bit uh, difficulty, and so if maybe if you would uh, and paste your comments so that the uh, they can keep up. I think we got most of your message, though. And I want to mention that uh, you know it's my position that the chartering will be the first to come back. But Paul made a good point to me this morning, and that is that uh, that in any other ordinary circumstance, any other crises that we seem to have been set with. Uh, Turing has always led the way back, but in this particular case, it's a little different because we have barriers now. The pandemic virus has provided us with plenty of barriers as it is, and that has led to the closing of countries and the closing of ports as well. So it's, I do also want to uh, editorialize just a second that between all of our samplings that we take from our board of directors of, at uh, EBA and also our charter professionals committee and our charter retail committees that in fact, um, business is brisk. And the frustration on the part of the charter brokers is that they can't close deals because they uh, can't predict for the clients or can't uh, suggest to the clients what ports might be open and all that. Uh, Oriel, a question came in, not a question, but a couple of comments that came in that were uh, somewhat conflicting, Kathleen Mullen and, and uh, someone else wrote in. For a clarification, 
on that date of May 16th, is that open to visitors or is, uh, is it open to locals only? Okay, so um, just to be clear, I'm going to quote the direct uh, speech that was given at the press conference by Governor Albert Bryan two days ago, uh, reading directly from the quoted text. He says, around 15th of the month, we may start in our charter business customers, char sorry, start to let in our charter business customers. Those customers would have to be tested before they could come to the territory. By the end of the month, infrared testing cameras will be in place in the seaports and the airports. Masks are required for people coming into the territory by seaport or airport. This is a proposal, but a living one. Uh, and I've spoken to the governor directly just a few days prior, and we did discuss this date of May 16th for international charter guests to enter the territory for Yacht Charter and for the purpose only of Yacht Charter, not to stay on land in a hotel. And, uh, and it is at the anticipation of today's executive order to be released that uh, June 1st will be the first day to open tourism, including villas, Airbnbs, hotels. But if the curve remains sufficiently flat enough, then we will start tourism by charter vessels being open for operation May 16th. Now, unfortunately, we haven't executive order before this uh, presentation, so I'd wait before any bookings are uh, commenced um, until that is in hand, but that is what is recorded as being said two days ago in the press conference. Well, that's quite encouraging. So, you know, if we have a, um, a uh, death match here, from a competitive standpoint, if we, took, if we look at the winter of 2020 and 21, the competitive markets of the uh, your market and also the Bahamas, for example, within the constraints and safety and precautions and all those good things that come along with the pandemic, it was seen then there's competitive race that might be occurring as to who opens within certain guidelines and restrictions and all that, who opens first in order to be able to get the business because the business is there right now. We're waiting to book. Joe, you look like you were ready to leap forward and say something about that. <laughs> Uh, well, I just want to respond to, there was a nice lady, uh, Jessica Engelman, said in a comment, and she was questioning kind of the same thing, but about the Bahamas. I said, we are pushing for early June, and she came back with, uh, how could that be if international travel is in phase five? The government has put out a, a phased program, like other countries, and all I'm suggesting, uh, uh, being a private business owner, as well as our Association of Bahamas Marinas is made up of other private business owners that own marinas. Uh, we're working with the government and giving what we feel could work uh, if we put certain actions into place. Uh, that might not be early June, but if we don't push towards something on, in our industry, uh, then we'll be sitting back doing nothing. If early June doesn't work, then we'll push for late June. If late June doesn't work, we'll push for early July. But we're not going to stop pushing uh, for the boating and yachting community because we do feel it should be treated a little bit differently than typical international travel, let's say a, a 300 passenger flight from London or Toronto coming to Nassau. Uh, charter vessels as well as yachts are already in a confined space. Uh, they already follow many, many of the procedures that we're looking to put into place times 10. And, and so we're just trying to educate uh, other people uh, within the government that may not already realize that. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Nick, uh, Nicholas, uh, the Hein Belema's uh, Super Yacht Times uh, seminar, webinar yesterday or the day before, was talking in terms of it got focused on the Monaco Boat Show, Monaco Yacht Show, and uh, much of the conversation was about there's an air of optimism uh, for the Monaco Boat Show to occur, which, of course, is, great, is one of the most significant and important events in, in our uh, industry. But then when they took a poll, the poll seemed to um, belie that notion that the fact the Monaco boat show can occur. Let's take a look at the Mediterranean right now and, and the perspective on uh, chartering in the Mediterranean for the summer. I think you covered a little bit of it earlier, but I would like uh, to have your opinion on whether you think that um, the EU will be open, the EU countries will be open to travel and to non-EU yachts this summer.
Well, yeah, that's still an open question. In fact, uh, the only uh, information that we've been getting was that, uh, so not really looking as EU, but more as the Schengen, uh, you know, so that includes some, I mean, most of all of the EU countries, so again, exterior borders would be closed uh, for travel uh, summer. But uh, this is, Official, uh, there were about that, and that's what the governments were first saying that tourism uh, would be, um, uh, you know, the uh, so meaning in France and the Italian. Uh, of course, uh, there are some, uh, let's say, uh, information that to think that some travel will be allowed within, uh, you know, those Schengen countries. But from outside Schengen, uh, meaning U.S. clients coming into France, it seems to be, for now, I would say, uh, a big question mark. Or at least it was uh, that it might not happen for the sun. But one thing very important to uh, we are getting news really every week. Yeah. Government, I think it's a bit the same everywhere in the world, but really governments are giving uh, their uh, their rules for, for, let's say, two weeks ahead, and then afterwards changing, improving, uh, you know, the, the different measures. So uh, that's why we feel, let's say, here, that, uh, once again, May and June uh, are a little bit compromised in terms of, you know, the charter. Uh, however, we good hope that something will happen in July. And August, and of course, we will know that a little before before uh, definitely. Um, just also, if we talk about this, uh, you have countries like uh, Turkey, uh, like uh, Croatia, uh, that are not part of the Schengen zone. Take uh, different uh, measures, uh, different decisions with regards to uh, having people travel. You know from outside into the country. So maybe Croatia, Turkey, you know, could be options to look at uh, for American customers. And we've had the question asked of Greece. Do you have any comments on Greece, uh, uh, Nicholas? So these, um, yes, uh, the the lockdown, let's say, are starting to uh, eat up uh, uh, in May, uh, early May. Um, What's interesting is that Greece uh, is a country that was not affected too much by uh, COVID, uh, and I've um, uh, I've put some uh, some information on one of the handouts. You know, if the audience want you know want to go and have a look at download it. Uh, so they were not very affected. Uh, most probably, it's also due to the geography of the country with um, you know many islands. Uh, so let's say that uh, for me, Greece is maybe one of the the where well, I mean the countries for which I'm the most uh, optimistic. Uh, but same as all the other countries, there are no official, uh, you know, um, uh, measures that have been taken or communicated on uh, for, for charter in the uh, during during the summer. But most probably, uh, Greece would be, let's say, one of the first, you know, to to be able to open, ho hopefully at least. Yeah, uh, we do have a handouts button, and that can be accessed at any time. And there are some interesting um, handouts there that are local uh, government positions or uh, country positions on uh, uh, boating and yachting in those uh, regions. There's one posted right now about South Florida, which Coast Guard has been very specific about, and such. And as you all know, you're, you're well aware, South Florida is starting to eat, not South Florida, but uh, the United States is starting to ease up, uh, and boating and marinas and boat ramps and such. And then conversely, uh, South Florida itself is still on, under a uh, relatively strong quarantine to stay home, but that'll soon be lifted as well. So, Oriel, you posted, incidentally, on this chat uh, board that we have here, I see a question will be asked, and then one of the, those listening in will answer the question very effectively. As I said, you all are like a fourth panelist, so that the exchange of information, this interchange of information is very important. So pay attention to those chat comments as well. But Oriel, you posted something uh, just a minute ago about health considerations. Can you go over that for us, please, for those, for the sake of those that might have missed it? 
for the US Virgin Islands, um, there are requirements um, by Department of Planning and Natural Resources that all uh, passengers and crew submit a health questionnaire to the Department of Planning and Natural Resources um, uh, upon arrival to the territory. And uh, all of this can be found at the DPNR website for the USBI. Um, this is one of the um, methods of ascertaining if somebody is sick before they arrive. Um, and it would be according to that uh, and the infrared testing that will be in place by the end of the month, put in seaports and airports to determine whether a passenger or crew needs to be potentially isolated. Um, however, at this time, um, it, is, uh, it is the case that you can arrive freely into the USBI by air or by water if you have a clear questionnaire. Hey, Joe, I'm going to segue from there right over to you about the same subject. And do you see any new regulations being put into effect for the Bahamas that will affect yacht charters or cruising in general that might represent the new norm for, let's say, for, for the uh, Bahamian markets? Uh, yeah, thank you, Bob. So the, the Prime Minister's office on the 17th of April put out uh, basically our policies that are in place for right now, and that was closing the borders, no mo no movement of yachts, and any uh, charter vessels that were on charter obviously had to come to an end. Moving forward, um, we are working closely with the government uh, to outline, the ABM is working closely with the government, to outline policies that we think would work well uh, for not only vessels, but for actually operating marinas. And I won't go into all those, but it covers a lot of things that everybody already knows and realizes. Uh, I don't foresee it being a major issue with, 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 with vessels and or charter vessels, uh, because I truly believe that those vessels already do such a, a, a above and beyond um, in terms of cleanliness, in terms of almost social distancing themselves from others. Uh, so a lot of uh, what will be laid out, I think, and this is not just in the Bahamas, but around the world, uh, is not going to be that hard for them to adapt. It may include things that they haven't done be fast before, like wearing masks and gloves on the boat and, and in public. When, uh, when private planes fly into uh, the airports, the surrounding airports, like we have throughout the Bahamas, many of our charter guests actually come by plane, not by, and they meet the boat. Uh, those processes will all be different starting with the originating airport and it's and ending obviously with the airport and then the transfer to the yacht uh there will be all types of things that are now in place so yeah those will be things that they haven't had to do before but i think in terms of the actual yacht itself uh we're going to realize that many many of the things that we're talking about are already in place in many yachts thank you joe i'm going to ask uh, paul if he would post the first poll question and since the Met season is the most immediate uh, concern for us, this is your opinion uh, as, as listeners and as attendees to give us your opinion on uh, the forthcoming Met season. Will it be A, minimal charter activity, uh, B, a slow start, late building momentum, let's say into August, September, business as usual, or there will be no discernible charter season, said uh, Mr. Gruff. So uh, we'll give that a chance uh, for you to reply to that. They're pouring in the votes and we'll come up and then we're going to come back. Um, and I want to talk to Oriel for just a second as before we get it back to the Mediterranean. That is uh, the question about the, the, the Bahamas is offering up this five phase plan that we're, we're somewhat reluctant to post it right now because it's a dynamic piece and things are changing every day. Uh, so, uh, but is there anything being offered out by the governments of the USVI and the, and the uh, BBI in terms of guidance that might be offered to those considering cruising in those waters either privately or on charter? Um, well, to go off the formal documents, uh, we have a press release from yesterday which um, discusses the various phases and uh, we have a red, orange, yellow, blue, green code. Uh, with an anticipated transition from yellow to blue on June the 1st, which is where we open our doors back up to hotel reservations, leisure guests. The transition to yellow is for yacht charters 
And, uh, and what, we, what we have is what is currently in place, which is um, the Department of Planning and Natural Resources Health Questionnaire. Um, there's, there's a strict regulation on anchorages and uh, the marinas have to go through the uh, certain protocol uh, by the US Coast Guard for declarations of health. Um, really with guidance for private vessels coming in at this time. The stay-at-home um, order has been extended May the 4th, but beyond May the 4th, there's uh, really very little preventing a private vessel from, from entering. And it's from uh, May the 16th that has been discussed and proposed, and the executive order possibly has come in my inbox during this meeting, but we will check back. Uh, that you could actually accept through the airport um, charter guests and conduct an actual charter. Okay, or if you haven't already done so, if you could post that, that, that is actually a transcript or a contact or a connection, a link in to, so, so folks can access that. Yeah, I understand that there's an, a daily press conference with the government on these issues. Yes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 1 p.m. The, the governor presents a press conference. Um, you can find it on the government Facebook page, uh, the consortium Facebook page, um, and if you just log on just around one o'clock, they start very promptly after Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I also noticed Sophia Titino um, uh, issued a link uh, to travel restrictions across Europe that might be interesting to look into. And uh, we've also had questions about the windwards and the leewards. And so those of you that are that are uh, looking in, if you have updates on the windwards or the leeward islands and, and, and all of our favorite spots, the St. Bart's and the Antigua's and all that, if you would post those to, to the chat line, it would be very much appreciated. Can we see the results of the poll? That's our second poll results. Okay, so if I can read this. 60, uh, 55%. 55% suggest minimal charter activity in the Med for the forthcoming season, slow start, maybe late season activity, business as usual, zero not even a single vote, and there will be no discernible charter uh, season. So there is an air of optimism as to A and B that there will be some things happening in the Med. Do you agree with that uh, summary, Nicholas? That we may see some activity in the Med this summer? That's yes, so no, I, I definitely Yeah, I agree with it, uh, and it's just, you know, Harm season, but definitely something something will happen. Rather some, you know, rather some uh, for that. I also, uh, you know, confirm posting uh, Bob, you know, about uh, Spain is uh, that in rather be reopening in June. Uh, you know, in the course of June, uh, this is but. I think it's it's part of the phase three of the um, uh, what the, the government has used uh, in place, you know, for for the you know to release the lodges. Uh, but for now, we, we still don't have the date when phase one of the happen, uh, and most of it will happen before phase three. That's for sure. but we don't know when it will start, and of course, it depends really on how well phase two uh, you know go and. And that's uh, common to a lot of countries. Uh, so, um, let's say your charter tourism is in the last phase of, uh, of the release. So, so we of course, hope that everything else works very well for them. Thanks, Nicholas. I, I'm going to come back to you here in just a second. And because there was a question, there was a point about Greece that was just made that the uh, government soon will, as you can see in the chat line there, unless it's got past you already, because they are arriving rapid fire here, that uh, the Prime Minister of Greece made an announcement very recently that on the 28th of April, that the government will soon uh, commence the easing of restrictions. The U.S. Embassy in Greece's website is posted. You can go on there for additional information. Joe, I'm gonna take you in just a little bit of a different direction here, if you don't mind. And that is that you seem to, the Bahamian Bahamas seems to be facing a uh, double-pronged negative effort there it is and uh, one of our um, attendees started talking about um, chartering in the Bahamas and the Abacos and such and so we're still dealing with the aftermath of the hurricane and maybe you could give us a little bit of an update on how the islands are responding or uh, coming back from that 
Absolutely. Well, first of all, I want to thank everybody that played, uh, even if even if it's just thoughts and prayers, but the but the people that got involved in helping after Dorian uh, was just phenomenal. The boating and yachting industry, uh, not just in South Florida, even though that played a major role because it's so close, but from throughout the world, played a huge part in the relief efforts, uh, starting from day one. Uh, even here in Harbor Island, where where we uh, brought over 700 people out on the first three days before anybody was even allowed there from through center consoles that were made available to us to all the large yachts that, that's, that positioned themselves off the Abacos. So uh, it's just amazing how that, that one co community can change so many lives. And so we want to thank you on behalf of all the, all, all the people here in the Bahamas. In terms of progress, they were, they were doing really well up until this. Uh, in Grand Bahama, which uh, where Freeport is, and which is closest to the United States, um, the, the way the storm positioned itself, it didn't do as it did a lot of damage, but not as much as the Abacos. They were able to rebound much quicker. Where the the main the main and major marinas already are already open, and things were moving along to have a very productive summer for them. The Abacos were much different. They're in a major construction phase right now. And so obviously uh, the virus did not help because it brought construction uh, to a halt. Uh, thank goodness our prime minister uh, allowed construction to, to restart about a little over a week ago. Um, and so construction has restarted again in the Abacos. But for the most part, they are still hurting greatly. Uh, a, big, a big portion of the island um, is still without uh, power in, in Marsh Harbor. And, um, and, and it's going to take, a, take time to rebuild. But when they do rebuild and, and rebound, uh, it'll, be, it'll be excellent. Um, but, it, but it was really tough, uh, specifically financially, uh, for those people that are from the Abacos, because many of them were displaced into other parts of the Bahamas. And now they've lost their jobs in two places. And uh, yeah, so it's a, it, it's, it's, it's a struggle that... Uh, that, uh, that they're having to deal with here. But there's still several hundred islands in the Bahamas that are perfectly habitable and great mm -hmm. charter destinations as well. So. Yeah, and, and, and let me just say, and, and that is one of the things, and I, we, we care for the north, uh, but we went, we went on a road tour immediately following uh, the hurricane. It took myself to Europe and Monaco and uh, all over South Florida to spread just that message. 90% of the Bahamas was untouched. And our charter industry uh, in the last few years has really started to explode in the Bahamas. Uh, vessels that never used to spend time in the Bahamas, that were primarily more Europe-based Europe or the Caribbean, are now spending time in the Bahamas. So we were so excited about this year because it was really going to be probably the best year ever for boating and yachting in the Bahamas, especially from the charter side. If the economy stays strong, that's certainly going to be a boon to the industry, and I think it will be. The U.S. economy, if you could uh, you could graph chartering around the world with the U.S. stock market, and they go hand in hand. So I think that by this fall, certainly by our Fort Lauderdale boat show, we're going to see a rebound there. That's certainly going to aid in all of this. But, uh, Nicholas, a question came in for you from Melanie Burke, directed mm -hmm. to you, and it says, uh, even if they Spain opens for yachting in June, how likely is it? This is going to be an opinion question, I think that non-EU clients from the United States, for example, will be uh, permitted to enter. Any, any point that you can make on that? Yeah, I mean, for me, to be for now, I, I rather have let, uh, a negative feeling about that. Uh, I think Spain will yachts will be able to to cruise uh, in Spain. Um, uh, charters coming from the EU or well from the you know also I hope from the EU uh, able to to to, to charter at a certain point. But uh, uh, you know Schengen uh, exterior borders uh, will will those borders be open to 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 basically non-EU and to Americans and and for now I'm I'm rather pessimistic for for, for the thought um, to see if uh, yeah, I feel that maybe within two weeks uh, we should we should know more on that on that point. Uh, what's interesting also is that uh, when 
you look at, uh, I mean, at France and how the politics have been, de uh, you know, yeah. COVID and, and the, you know, uh, all the different industries. The um, last topics that, uh, that is with. So that's why I think that in maybe two weeks, we should know a little bit more on that aspect. Okay, Oriel, thanks so much for posting the official declaration of the governor, or the government, as he posted a second ago. If you if you attendees have not seen that, please scroll down and find it. And then you'll see a comment from Bob Saxon. I don't know how that happened. My evil <laughs> talk mentioned. Uh, I already know the answer to that. I guess somebody has me hacked somehow and said, if you switch to charter in Bahamas, do you think it will be difficult to obtain a charter license and have an inspection? Mm -hmm. Brief comment, Joe, from Bob, or Bob? Uh, absolutely. Uh, let's hope not. Um, it, uh, it, it, we, it's, it's one area that the ABM has taken uh, a critical interest in in the last few years to actually get as much of that online as possible. As a matter of fact, we are hoping to, that they would roll out this year the online payment system for the 4%. Uh, it had been coming for a while, and we are getting close. Uh, as relates to the a charter license, uh, that would also include that, which most of it will be able to be online. Uh, the inspection itself is still a physical inspection. Uh, we had it set up that the inspections could either take place in Nassau and or the inspector could come to the United States. Uh, I will get back to the IYBA on, on what, what may happen with that. I don't think uh, there will be much change in that once the borders are open and we can make that happen relatively quickly. There are two very good yacht agencies that are out there that handle this for many yachts. Uh, BWA is one of them. United Island Yacht is the other. And uh, they, they both are in Nassau. Uh, but I don't see it being a major issue, uh, but I think that it's going to come after they make the decision uh, to, to open the borders. Now, I'm sure people are now going to ask, well, what about in getting ready to come? Can we have that done now? I don't have the answer. But I will find out as soon as possible and get that out to the IYBA. Uh, thanks, Joe. As a matter of fact, uh, Leanne uh, made a good point. Leanne Pusky made a good point about the um, our previous webinars. They are posted on the EBA website, and uh, you should visit those. Uh, some of the subjects are all the subjects are very topical and interesting. SBA loans, um, challenging market conditions. Uh, leadership uh, uh, discussion that was led by um, Chuck Cashman and and they're all there available for you to look in on and I can't think of a better way to start your sales meetings than to post one of our 30-minute webinars and all that I'm going to ask Paul to post our as as we close out to post our second poll and that in this poll suggested in your opinion what is the most effective step because they all apply taken that would be leading to a charter business rebound one an investment in individual companies toward charter vacation marketing uh, B local and regional government assistance in removing barriers C a uh, consolidated United industry wide effort to promote chartering and for or for government industry aid for destination suppliers and shoreside services which I was given time I was going to ask you about shoreside services and support for yachts that are visiting those areas and how, uh, what level of service could one be expected to provide now? But we're not able to get to that, but take a look. Let's go ahead and vote on this uh, poll. And um, the results are flying in. Uh, and I would agree that it's not an individual investment by individual companies, although they must do that, okay? They must continue to drive home the point that chartering is not a dead market. And this is an excellent way to be able to um, expend your charter vacation, your vacation time. Uh, local and government assistance, regional government assistance in removing barriers. Uh, I, I think that's got most of the folks. I, it's a little bit hazy for me. Consolidated United industry wide ever to promote charter. I thought that would get more support, but it seems as if the uh, restrictions to the barriers that are being provided, uh, but lifting by governments, local governments is, is most important. And then uh, continuing aid for destination suppliers and shoreside services. Finishing out with that, to be able to ask you right now, what can one expect in terms of local assistance 
the restaurants, the fuel docks, the provisioners, the day labor market, and all those things. Uh, how do you foresee that at, at, in your individual market? Let's say chartering open today. What would be those? Uh, what could be expected? John? Well, I think I think here in the Bahamas, uh, and, and 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 we uh, already have a little some of that in place because the marinas can technically be open right now for the guests are there. Uh, but uh, I was just speaking with Bay Street Marina in Nassau, where a number of their yachts have a, a tent set up outside the yacht. Uh, the provisions come uh, and are delivered to a table underneath that tent. They are disinfected by the crew that are masked and gloved before they even go onto the yacht. So I think things like that are going to be uh, common, at least throughout this summer, in terms of provisioning uh, and, and receiving the provisions. I think a lot of you know the online payment centers uh, for, for receiving payment on items that you need. Uh, in terms of restaurants, I can only speak for here in Harbor Island, but many, many of the, of the yachts that I've spoken to that want to come this summer, and it is a lot already. We are receiving lots of phone calls every day uh, here in our marina. Uh, we can take vessels up to 200 feet. What we're getting, the feedback we're getting from not only charter clients, but the owners, are that they're not even too worried about what's open and what's not open. They're looking for a destination. They're looking to remain somewhat still a little bit secluded. And they may land up doing more on their boat or more on their tender or fishing or snorkeling on their own than necessarily the, the really busy restaurants, definitely not the clubs that they're used to doing and many charter destinations. Thanks, Joe. How about you, Ariel? Well, uh, uh, I'm just going to, I rather cleverly found the uh, recording from Governor Brian. I'm just going to say what he says. So we're currently in uh, yellow phase and uh, well, we will be from May 4th um, until blue phase is anticipated in June 1st. And this is what he said. I wonder if you can hear. In July. So. Maybe you could paraphrase yeah. it if you can pick it up. Okay, I'll paraphrase it. He basically says that... Um, there's such a flexibility that they might actually experiment opening the restaurants uh, in the yellow phase and and uh, and see if that is feasible or tenable. Um, however, at the present moment in time, and what we're anticipating to continue through until June 1st, is that all marinas and yacht services are largely functional. Um, we have all marine services currently uh, listed in a Google Doc that I can share a link to, uh, potentially as well, that are open in the USVI's Yacht Haven Grand, uh, American Yacht Harbor, Crown Bay Marina, all open, and the services provided by the various chandleries, etc., also available. Terrific. And if you could make arrangements to go ahead and post that uh, through Emma, and then we'll get that on. And those, this is a dynamic uh, webinar a website that you can tap into at any time, not only your previous, but uh, also you can uh, pick up uh, handouts and uh, for um, downloading and printing if need be to, um, and I want to finish by asking, asking Nick, Nicola, you're, you're, if you're sitting in the Port of Nice right now or thereabouts, what is the business activity around the port in terms of uh, shoreside support services? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, shoreside support service have, has never been stopped. It was slowed down. Uh, but yachts were able to to, to get uh, service, uh, whether it's engine or whatever, you know, to, to get prepared. Once again, it was just slowed down, never really stopped. Uh, all the shipyards uh, around the Mediterranean have open, are starting to open up now uh, and, you know, allowing yachts, you know, go out of the water or in. Uh, so we don't anticipate any really problem in terms of shore support for uh, let's say technically, uh, in terms of um, uh, vacation and and let's say all all the shore side acts, uh, that most probably will be uh, not as usual. Uh, latest date that we got uh, for reopening restaurants was rather July 13th, uh, although uh, all the uh, this industry, uh, you know, restaurants are trying to, to lobby heavily to be able to open earlier, of course, with lots of restrictions. Um, will be a little 
bit of it. So um, I was, uh, you know, I would agree with Joe uh, as what he was saying uh, for the Bahamas is that probably the charterers that would be coming and enjoying yachts uh, over the summer will uh, not be uh, spending the same type of holiday that maybe they used to and going to clubs, etc., etc. But I, I, I think everybody is, you know, all side is is definitely ready to support the you know us and 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 all thanks nicholas i i want to uh, wrap this up now i was going to poll the panelists to ask them which would be the first market that we will see hitting full stride in terms of charter activity but i think everybody would go for their own market so i'm going to pass on that instead i'm going to ask you to give us as we wrap up now give us just one line or one or two sentences in, uh, about your respective market, and then we will conclude this. And I'm going to start with Oriel on this. One or two points, and if you can comment also about Down Island, um, I'm not sure you're in a position to do that, but you, if you have any information, certainly reflect on that. But tell us, in closing comment, as if you were working for the Public Relations Department of the Minister of Tourism, what can you say about the BBI and the BI? Okay, I'll Bob there. Uh, the position is that the executive order hasn't, as I repeat, yet been made public, although we were meant to receive it yesterday. Um, a roundup for uh, the BBI, the um, second phase of their uh, limitations and restrictions for entering the BBIs is not yet confirmed. However, it is stated that uh, three months from the uh, 2nd of June um, that the seaports will remain closed other than islanders and residents able to uh, regain access to the territory uh, into the BBI by Beef Island Airport only. Um, for the USCI, the governor and government's offices are anticipating welcoming uh, charter vessels at the earliest opportunity, which is uh, half a month in advance of the rest of tourism, uh, scheduled to open June 1st, but for the charter industry, May 16th, um, the governor is inviting and looking forward to these vessels, recognizing that a USVI-only itinerary is not only feasible and possible, but uh, actually quite an exciting thing to discover with a national park covering 75% of St. John. Um, and I wanted to add that we do also have Puerto Rico just as a neighboring island, and uh, we are in communication with the governor of Puerto Rico. Currently, um, Puerto Rico is closed for charter, although they do have um, access for vessels that are returning or have a haul-out date that is made prior to May 15th. Um, and there's a list on, uh, you can actually find it on a Facebook group called Island Bound, which is publishing all the latest updates with regards to Puerto Rico. And we are hoping and anticipating that we will be able to reopen the border between Puerto Rico and the US Virgin Islands to expand that charter itinerary. This is not yet in place, so in the meanwhile, we're encouraging from the 16th of May, subject to the executive order coming through, uh, USVI only charter itineraries to commence um, and subject to all health considerations being vigilantly put in place by yacht crew, yacht owners, and by the chartered clients and guests. Uh, we look forward to the USVI charter market here in this time of of unrest, we hope we see something good come out of it. Well stated. Uh, Nicholas, if you were the spokesman for the uh, EU in terms of promoting uh, charter activity in the Mediterranean, what would be your one or two line uh, soundbite that you would provide to encourage? Well, the first thing I see is uh, and and, and vigilant because uh you know info once again will be coming i think within two weeks uh, so that's more a message i would you know be giving to to the different brokers um but also say that uh, uh, it's really the time to skills uh, uh that we have you know brokers in finding the in 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 the way you know we approach this is quite, uh, quite challenging 
um, um, I would also say that uh, you know we have positive for July and August. Of course, let's say September, uh, you know, and, and maybe even go towards October. Beautiful weather of those cruising areas, like for you go to. Uh, it's still a very nice, you know, uh, early October, and so um, that's what that's what basically you know be be saying. And of course, uh, we have to all would say safe at home because uh, it's, uh, really we'll learn, uh, how how uh, well let's say we we'll get out of this. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Nicholas. And Joe, let's say with your important advisory role that you have with the uh, government of the Bahamas, the Minister of Tourism has asked you to give a two-line, a byline, in order to encourage uh, that, that charter market. What would you be saying? Well, we just want to let that every, you know, all the charter brokers out there and the charter yacht captains, the charter vessels that, we're, that we are here for you. We have not forgotten about you. Uh, the charter industry uh, is just really in its infancy in the Bahamas. Yes, out of South Florida, we have been doing it for many years, uh, but worldwide, we're, we are just starting to hit our stride. Just this year alone, uh, we recently, A Crew sponsored its first ever uh, charter fam trip. We had 50 charter brokers from around the world. The week before, uh, that, that was about six months ago, then the week before uh, we went into lockdown here in the Bahamas, we had our very first ever Bahamas Yacht Charter Show in Nassau. We had over 100, 100 charter brokers that were there for that. So we're just now really starting to get to charter brokers so that for them to understand that the Bahamas is a, is a nation of 700 islands. There's something for every charter guest. Uh, it is a fallacy that two to 300 foot vessels cannot come here. They can come here. There's lots of great anchorages down in the Exumas. Uh, we don't have piracy. It's one of the safest nations in the world. And uh, so we just look forward to rekindling uh, what had started to be a really great relationship uh, with the IYBA, with charter brokers of the world, uh, uh, good people like Jennifer Saya, who this week, from a charter industry perspective, is helping us push uh, uh, push some things forward here in the Bahamas. So we just want to thank you and let you know that we're going to take off where we, you know, where we left off as soon as this is over. Uh, thank you, uh, spoken. And I think you've all missed your chance to be marketing and public relations uh, specialists. As a matter of fact. I want to thank everybody. Uh, before I uh, before we actually conclude, I just want to uh, put a plug in for the uh, EBA Insurance Seminar. Insurance, the title of which Paul gave me earlier, but it just it shouldn't be just thought of in terms of oh wow, the boring subject of insurance, but how it affects our industry right now in terms of uh, trip cancellation and all the other things that come into play with the pandemic and all that's going to be very interesting on Monday morning. And that'll be hosted by Paul Flannery. And with that, I will say, I want to thank everybody. The chats were coming in rapid, like lightning round. I'm going to ask each of our panelists to look at those chats and anything that they can answer for those attending that didn't have the, the opportunity to have those addressed. If you would simply uh, put your notes or bylines on there, any documents you wish to share, send them to Emma for download on the handouts. And thank you all so much. Thanks to all the attendees and a special thanks to our panelists for a job well done. And I uh, conclude now and I wish you well and stay healthy. Thank you, Bob. You're welcome.